Hello there, Alaskans, wherever you are. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right and a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to MustReadAlaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Welcome, everybody, to the Must Read Alaska show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. And I am coming to you from snowy Kenai Peninsula. We are getting, we've gotten snow the last couple of days and we're about snowed out here we're ready for the sun I, I i can't imagine probably everybody else in alaska is about on the same page as i am with the snow so we're excited for the spring to get here and have a maybe a week's worth of spring and then have summer hit us so um, we hope everybody's having an awesome morning in alaska elections just got happened yesterday in anchorage and uh you know, we want to thank everybody that listens, watches, and reads Must Read Alaska. If you really like Must Read Alaska and you want to help keep the lights on here at Must Read Alaska, you can go to mustreadalaska.com on the right-hand side there. There's a little donate button that you can click on to help keep the lights on. Every five bucks, 10 bucks, 100 bucks donation helps. We are not funded by some nonprofit uh, <laughs> conglomerate. We're funded by just everyday folks that care about the conservative side of news. And we want to thank our show sponsor, which is very exciting for us, uh, the University of Alaska, uh, for sponsoring the show. And you can find about more about them and their initiative at empower.alaska.edu. We'll put a link in the description too for you to go check out. But we just are so grateful for our sponsor, uh, the University of Alaska, for sponsoring the Must Read Alaska show. But without further ado, I want to welcome... Um, our guest to the Must Read Alaska show, Mayor Bronson from the great city of Anchorage. Mayor, welcome to the Must Read Alaska show. John and all listeners at, uh, at Must Read, thank you very much for the opportunity. Glad to talk to you. Very glad. Well, our folks are super appreciative of you and what you're doing in Anchorage and know that, man, it's a battle sometimes and they see that battle during the assembly meetings and in the news. But in the midst of all that battle, I know that you're doing some great work. And so I'd love to talk about some of these cool things that are happening sure. in Anchorage. Talk talk to me about, I, I saw a post recently about that the mayor has community grants. So tell us about right. what those are and how somebody could take part in those and 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 uh, give us the scoop. Well, yeah, the, it's uh, it is a grant program. It comes through the mayor's office, through my office. Uh, we we give out grants any you know uh, usually in that five ten fifty thousand dollar range um, they're they're grants for worthy causes we we hit all kinds of subject matters from we support the police department uh, uh, some of their special operations groups we support uh, homeless endeavors we support nonprofits and that that application window is open you, you can go to muni.org and uh and and go to that go through the mayor's page and uh and go to the the community grants um section there and we're processing them and uh, and hope to get that money out the door that's awesome so this is this is real money happening for folks in anchorage yep. that have maybe a nonprofit or something that they're doing around the city of anchorage that's probably benefiting anchorage 
they can go onto your website right now and apply. Right. Right. And yeah, and, and we, we, we've hit all kinds. It's, uh, it's a cross section of Anchorage. Um, we, uh, we're, we're trying to do as much good with a limited amount of money as we can. And, uh, uh, I can't remember the amount we put out last year, but it was pretty significant. And we, uh, uh, we think we did some real good things with that money. That's awesome. Well, another good thing I think that I just saw as well is you guys just had a very, very successful job fair. I think it was your first one of many, or maybe it might've been your second one of many. Talk to me about that job fair and, right. and, and why you think it was so successful. Well, we've had a series of, we have a job fair program through my office. It's actually, we've had a series. We're, we're kind of focusing on uh, on high schools and we're trying to look at bringing on those uh, young folks who are about to graduate and, and are interested possibly in a job with the municipality. Uh, the municipality has got some, uh, quite a few unfilled positions, uh, especially in places like good startup jobs, or I shouldn't say um, uh, beginning jobs for folks like in parks and recs that pay well. And they're, uh, they're either part-time or full-time jobs. And it's a way to kind of get your foot in the door, build some job experience. Um, we um, at parks and recs, uh, we've got a lot of unfilled positions, especially for the, uh, the summer coming up. And, uh, and, and we want to do that. Uh, when we have these job fairs, um, they include uh, I mean, all of our departments, you know, police and fire, but we also, there's military recruiters are there. I was just one at one in Chugiak here a couple days ago. It went very well and the kids would come in and, and it, it's, it's a way to keep our kids in the city, in the state, instead of always moving out and, and moving away. Um, you know, I'm, I'm 50, 50. I've got one, my son stayed, but my daughter, uh, my daughter left and we would like more of our kids to stay in, in Anchorage in Alaska when they, uh, when they graduate. So there's gotta be something special about going to where these people are, as opposed to making them go online, you know, or some other place that maybe they're um, not familiar with to apply for a job. You're literally physically showing up in their neighborhood. Right. You think that's part of the success? Yeah, I think it is. Um, we, um, we, like I say, we really want to keep our kids here. And when they, when you go in, when I go in, when my staff goes in, my department heads or the recruiters within the departments go in, it puts a face um, uh, on the city. You know, it makes a personal touch, and that's what we want to do. Um, and say so that the. Uh, so that the municipality, government, local government is not some abstract thing out there that you don't understand. All of a sudden, you get a young uh, 17, 18 year old that's graduating and they say, well, I, I met so and so, Mr. Smith or Mrs. Johnson, and, and they wanted me to come and work for the police department or the fire department or, or parks and recs or something like that. And uh, I think that's the that softer touch to more human uh, touch to recruiting. I think serves us well. So talk to me about the Sullivan Arena one, because I think that that's um, pretty cool. You guys ended up hiring, you had a job fair at the Sullivan Arena where you ended up hiring a bunch of folks, right? Yeah, is what we did is uh, a couple weeks ago, we had a job fair at the Sullivan Arena for uh, the folks that are staying there. And um, we interviewed at uh, overall uh, there was a second site, a uh, homeless shelter site that we interviewed at. Uh, we interviewed 101 people 
we made 41 uh, contingent job offers, and I was just notified uh, yesterday that we've actually um, hired 32. So that's wow. 32 people who were previously or, or who were homeless, you know, um, without jobs. We gave them jobs. So that's a, a hand up uh, uh, on their way to uh, returning to success as citizens. And it, and, and it solves our problem, too, it, in that it brings people on board that are willing to, uh, to work for Parks and Rec. So, yeah, uh, home run uh, success. We're glad we did it, and we're going to keep pressing on. Well, I think that that's pretty amazing because I think unlike any other, you know, big city around the lower 48 that has a homeless problem, um, you guys are going about it differently. I mean, I've been to some of these cities as I travel and I see the homeless problems. And man, I got to tell you folks that maybe don't want to hear about homeless anymore. or Just think that, you know, um, it's something that they don't want to think about. I've been to the Sullivan Arena a couple months ago. It is one of the most organized homeless shelters I've ever seen in my life. You, you you couldn't mm -hmm. find a piece of garbage in the Sullivan Arena. You couldn't find, you could hear a pin drop because the folks that live there treated it like a home. And, right. um, and now you're giving folks jobs to then potentially you know, make a way for themselves to, you know, get their own place and those kinds of things. And I think that this recipe should be looked at as a, uh, as a national case for success. And it's, and it's just dumbfounding to me that the assembly, you know, you tell them the sky's blue and they tell you the sky's red. And so um, I hope that they come around. I hope that they stop politicking and see some of the successes, but you know, that's up to them. We can't control them as you know. Um, but I think that you hold your head high because hiring 30 something people that are living at the Sullivan arena and the other homeless shelter, man, that is only going to do good for them in their life and help them to get on their right path. So nice work, mayor. Um, right. Well, and let's not forget too, is that before we had these job fairs, um, Henning Inc who's operating the Sullivan and that's the secret to any homeless endeavor, um, is that who, who operates it and how they operate. You could have a fantastic, perfect site, building, whatever. And if you operate a pool, you're going to have very poor outcomes. And But you could also, likewise, you could have a very poor building, which the Sullivan is a, a very poor building for, for homeless operations. But if you operate it well, you can have very good outcomes. And at Sullivan now, with Henning uh, running, we've got very good outcomes. Uh, you know, But the Sullivan is going to go back to... Uh, to hockey business it's 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 a venue for entertainment for concerts and and sporting good shows sporting shows and and hockey and it's um it's it's going to go back to that that's what it's designed for and um by and large uh the city is doing uh fairly well in partnership with the nonprofits on 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 taking care of homeless uh it may not seem like that the component we're missing is the is the shelter component and uh, the Sullivan fit that role, um, but we we need more space. We need no, more beds and uh, for the shelter component, and that's not the hotel conversions, and it's that that's not what we need. We need to just get the people off the street. And uh, I've initiated an effort here starting in May, May first, um, that we are uh, we're going to create a team of uh, several uh, Anchorage. 
uh, departments, uh, including uh, downtown partnership, which isn't uh, a department. And this will be a team of 10 people and uh, two two person teams from from police, from um, a health department, parks and recs, um, uh, community patrol and um, and others. And we're, we're just going to we're going to focus on downtown. We're going to clean up downtown and um, and we're just going to say, hey, uh, this is where you can't be. Uh, you you can't be living on the street downtown. Um, and then once, as we get to the shelter component, get that completed uh, somehow, I, I'm I'm looking forward here to look working with the assembly on that. Is get to a solution on that shelter component. Uh, people need to understand we've got three thousand people that are supported, roughly homeless people, but we've got that last few hundred that that create the most of the problems and and I we're going to get to a solution on that if we can get a site stood up you know that that's that's good for the community and uh, so you know Henning what they do in one of their methods of success we've is that if you're in one of their facilities uh, if you do a really good job you wind up getting hired uh, Henning has hired a couple yeah. dozen people to manage their facilities um, that were homeless, and then we they wind up in getting a housing voucher for support. Their behavior is not a problem. They do. I've met these people. I've had lunch with them at the Sully, and uh, these are just people who just needed to turn around in their life. They got it, and now they're contributing. and And they're the best folks to work in in this in this sector of of, of homelessness is because they just got out of it. And they they lived it. And uh, so, yeah, we're, we're encouraged, but we, we do, we've got a lot, a lot to do, a lot yet to do in that whole, that whole space. Well, um, Godspeed to you because it's, um, man, it's such a big task and something that seems to, to not easily go away. So we wish you nothing but, but success for that. But let's turn the pages for a second and talk about um, what, tell us what's, tell us what is exciting for downtown Anchorage? I know that you've been working, you and your team have been working diligently on economic development. I mm -hmm. think that's one of the, you know, one of the main reasons, one of the main reasons that I talked to, you know, my friend that voted for you in office was they were excited to get a mayor that was pro-business and uh, excited to kind of, you know, get cranes back up in Anchorage to be yep. businesses. So talk to us a little bit about business development and how's that going? Uh, it's going well. We've got block 41, which is a, an entire downtown uh, city block. Um, that was where the fourth Avenue theater was. That's where the, uh, um, the old key bank building was. And that's, that's finishing um, that entire block. Every square foot of it is going to be brand new. And it's going to have hotel. It's going to have retail space. It's going to have, um, it's going to have uh, living space to from all, all the way from apartments to to hotels, to to condominiums. And it's our our vision is is that downtown gets to be a place where people actually want to live, not just visit. Of course, we've got a we've got some challenges down there on the homeless side of things, but. Once once we get there, we need a, a very vibrant downtown. Uh, my my thought is if you if you don't have a vibrant downtown, you, you really don't have a city. You just have a collection of neighborhoods, and we seem to have 
drifted that way as as people move from the from the more urban, you know, closer to downtown to south and, and west and Eagle River for uh, for living space. We need people. There's people, especially younger people, uh, want to live in that more urban environment, and we've got to provide that for them. And that that feeds that that development machine. When people want to live somewhere, well, then we need. Um, uh, we 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 need retail space. We need hotel uh, hotels. We need restaurants and, and condominiums, and that's what we're 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 going to. We look at the success that downtown Minneapolis had when they built their their sky skywalk system. I mean, and I've spent a lot of time there. I grew up in that area, where you can you could go to in a hotel um, and uh, walk out of your room in the middle of winter, never go outside. You could see a show. You could eat dinner. You you could go out for coffee, all all those things, and in an Arctic environment, that's that's that thing that we need, and I we're gonna we're gonna work on that. With we would love to have someone in the new Block Forty One hotel, um, be able to walk out of their room and go to the pack and go to a show, go to a restaurant, um, and we've got a bunch of Broadway shows coming into the pack this next year. Uh, we want people to see them. We want people to travel to Anchorage. Uh, uh, from Alaska and from lower 48 just to see a Broadway show and see once you start generating that economic activity it, it feeds on itself and it keeps growing and and that's the positive vision we really need to uh, cultivate for, for especially for downtown Anchorage right now so are you do you and your team have a positive look for uh, the economy for Anchorage over the next couple of years um, yeah, we, we, there are, there's always challenges, but we, we need to rethink how we, how we do a downtown. Like I was just saying, um, um, we, we have to build, um, we have to have people want to be in that place. We can't have everybody spend all their time, uh, out in the suburbs because they're trying to avoid downtown. Again, that homeless component, we've got yeah. the mushing district coming online. Um, that's going to be, you know, starting at fourth and E area and then, and then evolving, you know, developing East and West from there, that's going to create a marketing district, like, Oh, like a Chinatown or, or the mission district or something like that. And then, you know, really it's government's job to come in, come in and, and, um, and, and, and make sure that that area downtown is safe and clean and hospitable and, and we've we've got our plants up, you know. We're we're working on them. We've we have to manage it. That's one of those jobs government does, uh, public safety. So when we do that, if if it's all hands on deck and everybody pulls together and does their job, uh, then we we can get to that that target that we're seeking, which is a very vibrant downtown. Block forty one is is part of that. We've got some other projects that we're that are trying to come online, build, building more hotel and living space. Uh, we're kind of restricted from talking about them as they're in that financing slash development phase. Yeah. Um, but we've got, uh, I'm very hopeful for downtown Anchorage. I'm very uh, hopeful for Anchorage, but um, uh, the good thing is, is we, the population decline that we've seen since 2012 has bottomed out and we're, we're kind of hovering there, uh, turning that corner to come back up. Uh, but the cost of housing 
I'm just telling you, economically, that's that's a big problem for us. We the cost of housing in in Anchorage, especially, is very problematic because we're not building enough homes. We're we're simply and I, when I mean homes, I mean a single family, multifamily apartment buildings, and we have got to get that that back going. And uh, and that's a tough nut to crack. It it really is because with rising interest rates, you know, the developers don't want to build spec homes they want to build uh they want to build only pre-sold and uh the supply is really tight right now very tight and, and we need to change that so uh we just had an election uh we got a couple more minutes here we just had an election uh yesterday and uh any thoughts on the election i know um that uh you know there is school board and assembly up uh do you have any thoughts as i don't think the elections officially results are like been officially stamped but we can kind of tell and gauge from here i think yeah i think we can tell um it's um you know it's like any election the voters have spoken um they've chose their they choose the government that they want and uh and then it's up to the people who who they employ, that is the elected officials, then to um, um, manage and run and develop a city that the that the um, the electorate wants, and then that's what I'll do. Um, I, I have to say I don't think the elections turned out quite as well as I thought, but um, it is what it is. We're we're gonna our job is to work for the taxpayer, for the voter, do our jobs and uh, move the city forward as best we can. And I, I look forward to that. Um, I think we're gonna do a good job. I'm, I look forward again to working with the assembly, uh, especially on the things that we can agree on, which is the majority of things. Um, and then um, and then just move the city forward, make yeah. it, making it a great place. We, we want people to live here. We want our, our younger people to move back here. And, and that's what we have to focus on because if you don't have young people staying or moving into your city um that's your seed corn you're you're in trouble uh, as a city and we've got to we've got to fix that trend yeah and for the folks out there that ran for an election and lost i want to just encourage folks there's so many other ways to get involved um you you don't necessarily have to be on the assembly or on a city council or on a school board to make a difference or be the mayor to make a difference you know, you can be a volunteer, you can be on a board and commission, you can right. just help with no title. There are so many, you know, different things that folks can do to help out. And I'm sure that the list of folks that didn't win are already doing that, but I would encourage them to keep doing that because um, oftentimes uh, this, the city or that you live in or the borough that you live in has way bigger needs than just what the elected officials can do. So, right. And, and, and so it's what I tell people, just get educated, get, get involved and then, and then get engaged. And, and what you're talking about is that engagement level, where do you engage? And it's, 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 it's in your community councils and um, it's, it's not in always in elected office. In fact, the vast majority of the work being done is by those unelected officials, yep. you know? Um, so yeah, we, we we just keep moving forward. That's that's what we have to do and, and do what's best for the city uh, in the long term and, and in the short term. We've got some challenges, but we'll meet them head on and, and uh, move the city forward. 
I like it. Well, you have any last minute thoughts, Mayor, before we head off here? No, I woke up to a light snow dusting, I guess. So that, that up here in Anchorage, uh, I know down there uh, you were saying you didn't uh, <laughs> where, yeah, I'm kind of tired of winter too. I'm tired of the snow. I would, I, I'd even take a, a, a very in-depth breakup right now over, over this. <laughs> yeah, so as we move into spring with this was one of the highest snowfall seasons we've ever had. And, uh, and it's, it's been a challenge and we're just, uh, uh, somebody told me if we get two more inches, we'll be at a hundred inches and that'll be a record year. Um, I, I don't know if that's true. I was just told that the other day and, uh, and it's been challenged. We have no place to store our snow. Um, you know, our snow dumps are just about full. And, um, uh, I, I look, as I look out at my cul-de-sac, I've got this monster pile of snows that's been there since, since, uh, mid December. And, uh, yeah, I'd like that to go away. Well, thanks so much, Mayor, for joining us. You're making a difference. Keep up the good work. And, um, you know, uh, just know that, uh, you know, folks are, you know, the folks that um, voted you in, at least folks that I know that voted you in are very happy you're there. And they know that you are in a fight sometimes, but it's it's all for the good of the city. And I just want to encourage right. you to keep trekking along. you got a great team, folks like Junior and stuff like that who are just making yeah. such a big impact. And so, um, you know, kudos to you and your team and and we wish you nothing but success over the summer. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a fun summer and you're welcome back on anytime uh, to the Must Read Alaska show. Great. To the opportunity, uh, uh, John, really do. And, and except Must Read who are listening. Uh, really appreciate, appreciate uh, your organization and, and I, I read, I read must read every day. Awesome. Well, until next time, I'm John Quick from somewhere in Alaska.